Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. The Confident Women Leader Series continues. Week number four, Ali Tanzi. Um, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, then please do. Uh, it helps greatly in ensuring that I can have amazing guests like Ali. Uh, Ali is co-founder of Simply Brilliant, but I'll let her tell you more about herself. I really enjoyed this episode and having the opportunity to chat with Ali. I hope you do. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Today, I have the great pleasure of chatting with Alison Tanzi, co-founder of Simply Brilliance. How are you, Ali? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. And thank you for thank you so much for, for spending the morning with me today. So, I guess, for those people who don't know who Ali is, who is Ali and how has she got to sit in that seat today? Oh, gosh. So, I am the co-founder of um, Simply Brilliance, which is an online marketplace which showcases the very best HR and L&D suppliers. Um, and I've no idea how I got here today, to be completely honest. I'm uh, a little bit of an a- accidental entrepreneur, I think. I love, uh, I love that. I love, I love that phrase. Um, so when you say accidental entrepreneur, have you always wanted your own business? I haven't always wanted my own business, but I have always wanted to make the decisions. Um, from being very little, it was, you know, I always wanted full control and to make my own decisions and my own autonomy. So I've always wanted to be in that role, which is probably why from a very early age, sort of post-university, um, I was I was leading teams in hospitality and then and then, and then into leisure. Got you, got you. No, it's exciting. So when you when you you've gone from a corporate role to to being co-founding and setting up your own business can you talk me through that journey but because if you've if you've you come across and when you said that, that introduction the thing that went through my head is that oh, I'm, I'm similar to Ali because I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up and yeah. have, have you finally found what you want to be when you grow up and and is that is that pivotal moment of going from the corporate to this role is, is that it I think so yeah absolutely although um you know I'm I like to think I'm still only quite quite young. I've still got a, a good couple of a couple of years left in me, so I'm not <laughs> sure there'll be something else I'll be like wanting to to do. But um, I think so. I think what what I, I'm now a round peg in a round hole. I, I mean, I left university and went into local government, and I was a square peg. And then being leading in hospitality and leisure was fantastic. It was vibrant. It was pressure. It's multitasking, and it was it was such good fun. Um, but it. I went into the corporate world at around the age of 30 and it was really because I wanted some stability. I wanted some formal training in being a leader because I kind of winged it for 10 years and I wasn't the best leader. And I, you know, apologies to anyone that had to work for me when I was uh, in my 20s. <laughs> However, I do have to say that a lot of them are still my friends. So I think they've forgiven me. But um, I, yeah, I went into the corporate world and uh, I was running business operations and it was brilliant working for Virgin, the Virgin brand, got some fantastic training. I moved into a training role whilst working for Virgin because 
I, I, I understood that actually, rather than being the leader, I was better at sitting back and supporting leaders and being more of a mentor, writing leadership development programs. Um, and yeah, I, I think I found my groove being in learning development for, I've, I, mean, I've been, I was in learning development for, I launched Simply Brilliance for um, over 15 years and it was really rewarding. So you know, there was never any, I don't know, I'm not quite sure when the point came where I went, oh, actually, I. I you know, I want to, to do my own thing. Okay, so what was the, what was it? You might not have known the point when you wanted to do your own thing, but what was the thing or what was the time that made you realise actually there's a better way to do things than currently and where the idea for Simply Brilliance was formed? Well, I think, it, I mean, actually, having said just said that, I think there was a, a couple of key moments towards, uh, yeah, a few years ago, I was, I was in a role which I absolutely loved and I was being asked a lot to find brilliant providers to support stuff. So management development, leadership development programs. And they were always with really tight timelines. So anyone that's working in the corporate now knows that you kind of, there's, there's, there's the whispers at budget time of having to do this. And then you sit and sit and wait and wait and wait. And then, right, we need this. And we need this in 12 weeks, for example. And at that point I was, um, looking around for providers and was really struggling. It was like, well, you know, where, where the conferences weren't on. It's a bit of a look if the conferences were on. A, uh, Google was, you know, wasn't particularly brilliant. They weren't really relevant what's coming up. And my network, it was a bit of a look if I got one from my network. And, and knowing that and having that kind of um, pressure and working for, at this point, Sainsbury's and working for a really big brand where they're fantastic at what they do. They really look after their people and their leaders are a very you know, very high standard. It, it, it was important that when I was looking to work with providers and partner, that they were really bloody good at what they did. Um, so it was that combination of knowing that I needed to get somebody quick and they had to be great and there was nothing, no way of doing it that made me and my business partners, co-founders, sit back and go, right, why don't we, we could build this? You know, we need we need this, let's, let's build it. And it wasn't quite so simple as that. Yeah. But... We decided to build it as a side, as a side hustle. You know, let's in our free time when we had days off or in the, at the weekends, and so we spent three years conceptualizing really and building it. Amazing, amazing. So you've used the word "it" a few times. What is it? What is simply brilliance? So it's a platform that you, as a corporate, um, as a corporate buyer, you can go and visit the platform, and if you want suppliers. Um, you can find you can find them there, and there the aspiration is to have suppliers from every single aspect of HR. So you never need to go anywhere else. And at the, and, and we're slowly building towards that. That at, at the moment we you can find any suppliers from IT training, health and safety, leadership development, culture change, digital content. I mean, it's extensive the amount of brilliant providers we've got on there. And and the good thing is you know, we kind of do the sift for you. So we have really good conversations. We identify either through recommendations coming in or us going out and having a look at businesses. And we look at the, the com communications they're having. We look at what they're talking about. We look in depth at the, 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 the things that they're doing. Um, and then if we really like them, we'll contact them and say, We'd, we'd love to have a chat. We think you're simply brilliant. So are you happy to? And we, we have then, we have a chat and it's a values chat. And it's about, this is what we believe in. You know, we believe in providers, suppliers, partnering with you. You almost build a friendship. It's so important. And we believe that 
suppliers should be really impact focused. So is it going to deliver the performance you're looking for? And they, they really need to be experts in their field. So they really need to know their stuff. And that's not like they don't need to be sharing loads of white papers. But they just need to get it and understand what works and what doesn't and, and, and be able to flex with the needs of the of the of the corporate. And then ultimately, you know, they need to be really honest and transparent. And, you know, it, 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 we created that. And I'm, you can tell I'm quite passionate about it because I'm, I'm speak, speaking at a million miles now. But we created that because they were the key factors that we needed as HR practitioners when we were looking at suppliers. So um, we've done all that for corporates. So you don't actually need to do it because I we personally needed that at the time. So and we've done it in a way um, that's a bit quirky because we're all a bit. Uh, I wouldn't say we're quirky, but we're, we definitely like things to be uh, interesting and fun and exciting. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I've seen your brochure as well. And that definitely, that comes across really quite, quite strongly. That it is different. It is quirky. Um, mm. what, why is that important to you? So we, we are about having fun. You know, one of the things that I have always said is that I don't take myself too seriously, but I'm serious about the important stuff. And I, and I really believe that life's too short to be um, too serious for too long. But I, and actually, it really does build relationships, and it really does keep relationships sustainable, sustained. If you if you add a a, a bit of a human element in in it and, and into it, and a bit of fun. And, and working in L and D, um, I, it was all a bit. Um, it was all a bit boring, you know, in terms of what was out there. It was all a bit grey. I started my consultancy prior to Simply Brilliance to kind of pay the bills before I bit, we, bit, we, we went live. But um, and, I, and I loved doing it, but I called it Lose the Grey because that, that I was constantly found myself saying it in meetings. We'd be talking about, oh, you know, what can we do? We've got the population of people that really want to support. And the suggestions and what had gone before, not necessarily in the room, but, you know, in the greater landscape, was so grey I'd be like you know let, let's lose this grey what can we do that's really going to deliver some really cool experiences for our people but also upskill them so that they can then be more confident and capable in their roles yeah. so it's it's fun and it's colour and it's vibrancy but it's all about then the the, the brilliance as well yeah I love that I love that and so is that the reason why it's the zebra in the brochure? Because it's the losing the grey and the zebra's black and white? Or have I just joined, joined dots that aren't there? <laughs> um, it's an interesting one. Everybody asks about the, the zebra. Um, I think we put it on the, the little bit, uh, the bio about a little bit about us. But So we had a brilliant um, branding person. Um, his name is Steve Buckley from A Brand's Best Friend. He's absolutely fantastic. And we did, a, the, we did the mood board. And the mood board had quite a lot of um, so the, some of the, the colours of the Virgin Banks really resonated with us, some of their values. We, you know, I was at my most aligned when I worked for, 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 for Virgin because it was all about fun, challenging the norm. You know, it was um, excellent customer service. It was all the stuff that we, we all believed in. Um, but yeah, going back to, sorry, going back to the zebra, um, he, we did a mood board and one of the things we put on, he'd come back with was the Oscar Wilde quote of be yourself, everyone else is taken, which is absolutely what we're about. Yeah. Um, but then there was a zebra on it. Uh, he'd had some black, there was some black and white imagery and then there was a zebra and we were like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. We want a zebra. And we didn't quite know why, but 
But I think one of the things is that zebras are beautiful. They are, they, they are unique, they are different, they are graceful. Um, they're kind of not run of the mill, they really stand out. They're kind of familiar, yeah, that, that's familiar, but it's a brilliant version of familiar, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, completely. And there's no grey in them. It's black yes. and white. So they, they, they've lost the grey as well. Yeah, no, really, really good. So um, when, you, when you said about how you find people for, for, the, for, the, um, for, the, for the platform, it's either through recommendation or through things that you're seeing. How do you know that you're finding the right people? So I think um, it's... So one of the things that we, we built Simply Brilliance for was because... For, for speed and efficiency to find brilliant providers really quickly. And the reason why we need, it was needed is because when you get to a certain level of experience in an organization, not even necessarily a certain level, but a level of experience within an organization, you kind of know what great looks like, um, but you don't have the time to be searching for it. So you often delegate to somebody who's in a position where they are able to spend time looking, but then you always get those recommendations back as a kind of beauty parade anyway. So you end up looking at the prize anyway. So what, what really stood out for us is that we kind of knew viscerally almost what brilliance looks and feels like when you have a chat, when, when you talk together. Um, but, and we wanted to kind of, um, we almost had to package that into a into a thing, which is where we came up with the criteria. And then it is really a values alignment chat. It's like the chat we're having where we go, what gets you up in the morning? What's important to you? Why did you start the business? So we focus very much on boutique and unique. So it's the companies that you would never normally get to see because they haven't got the ability to spend on the Google ads because, you know, they're extortionate. They outprice everybody, you know, not just small prizes, pretty much everybody. And, you know, the conferences, those stands were absolutely unreal in terms of the, the cost for them. Um, and they were only once a year. And so they were really that we focus on the providers that you would get through the networks where it would be, can you recommend somebody who? And you, if, you, if you're really lucky, somebody you knew had worked with somebody who was brilliant. Yeah. So we, we, we talked to those types of businesses who are, and, and actually... By focusing on those, corporates get so much more choice because they, they're seeing all of the companies that normally they would never get any exposure to, which is a really great way of delivering difference in your organization because you're getting passionate, expert people who know their stuff, who can flex, who will partner with you, who are absolutely passionate about and committed to the cause, working with you to deliver a difference. And we've got a few... We have definitely got a few bigger consultancies who we absolutely love, personally love them, but they're bold and they're brave and they're challenging and they're humble and they're willing to flex. So they understand the needs of the end, the end customer. Yeah. So you're, you're yeah. passionate, you're passionate about, about <laughs> this, aren't you? So you've used the word yeah. passion a few times and what has definitely, definitely coming across is how passionate you are about this. So I, I guess one question I want to ask for, um, just about simply brilliance and I want to just, put the shine the light back on yourself. Um, how are you going to make sure Simply Brilliance stands out? In terms of Simply Brilliance as a business? Yeah, so if, if you're creating this platform of, of this place where um, 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 brilliant businesses are going to be, then how? what guarantee or what, what, what are you doing to make sure that the people that are looking for these businesses are, are coming to Simply Brilliance as opposed to the more traditional um, avenues that they go? 
So, I mean, this is the, there's the very obvious answer around the marketing. I mean, we invest heavily in our marketing. Um, we Everything that comes into our business goes back out, really, in, in terms of marketing. And that, because that's important to us. Um, and we want to make sure that we also do, do more than just have a platform that you go to. Um, we're creating a community of, of providers and a community of um, corporate professionals that, uh, and, and some of the ways we're doing that. So for our platform, there's, there's a free stuff area. If you've not seen it, check it out. It's um, all of our providers have given us loads of free stuff to give to the corporate auditors. So you, you can come and visit us and use it. It's for free. Um, you don't have to need a provider yet. You don't need a supplier. Come and come and use the stuff. Develop your people with it. Develop yourself with it. And um, we know as practitioners, uh, former practitioners, how how much how important it is to get your hands on really good quality stuff. Um, and how important it is often to not have to pay for it because you know we haven't we haven't got a lot of businesses haven't got huge budgets at the moment or or any budgets. But we so we want to make sure there's there's that element. Um, so we we want to make sure that we're giving giving back to, to people as well. And for our providers, the providers are often, suppliers are often an afterthought. They're, th they're, they're I mean, I ha had suppliers who'd become friends um, and they're often an afterthought. And it's like, they're, they're, put, they're, they're treated as kind of a, yeah, give, give us your money, have your stand. And then here's your mailing list, whatever that is, and off, and off you go. And actually we are creating a, a, a proper community of providers where they champion each other there's some things that you get within your membership um, on your on your dashboard that allows you to um, promote your products and services to each other. So you can collaborate on collaborate on projects and come together on projects. So you can go for big end to end projects together. So there's there's loads of stuff that we're doing in the community space because we believe that's that's where it where it where people find uh, the most value ultimately. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It makes perfect. It makes perfect sense. I, I love how you talk about it as well. You can tell that you're fully invested and fully fully believe in 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 simply brilliance, and and I think that's that's amazing to see and and to hear the passion coming across. Um, just about you as a person, if if you don't mind, um, Ali, yeah. have you always been this this passionate and this um, invested in the things that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I've always. Um, I go at things 100% if I love them. Um, and I will annoyingly sell them to everybody as well, like my friends and yeah. <laughs> my family. So if I read a book, so I'm reading um, a book on psych psychopaths and um, murderers and what you can learn from their brains. Fascinating, honestly, absolutely fascinating. Um, and how it talks about how empathy is a, 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 a lack of empathy is a psychopathic trait. This also... Um, anyway, I'm going to digress in a minute, but it's also um, lacking, lacking, lacking in empathy is coming through now through our uh, through our through our children, and it, it looks like it's going. It's a it's a sliding sliding. You might have to cut this out because I'm just talking. Yeah, no, no, that. no. You carry. You know, you honestly, you carry on, on because I'm, I'm well in, well intrigued in this. Carry on. It's just it's just fascinating that um and the, the lack of empathy is a trait that's coming through our children in lesser amounts, which is interesting. And there's a correlation between. The, the lack of reading, because uh, yeah. when you read, it lights up certain parts of your brain that, um, that provide you with en empathy and creativity. But when you do it with a, when you use devices, it doesn't light up the same parts of your brain. So using devices over and above reading, because 
is is changing the way our brains are brains are working so things like that I get so uh, ridiculously into them same as I do with many things um, and then I start selling it to everybody and I'm like well, you must read this you must do this and this is amazing and I've got some new stuff and so yeah I'm absolutely enthused about the things I love conversely I'm indifferent about the things I'm yeah. not <laughs> anything yeah. to do with them yeah I am like the least interested person you'll ever meet if um, I'm not interested in it and yeah. I've yeah, I've always been like that, but I really believe if you want to be successful and enjoy your life, you've and I tell this to my children all the time, like keep these two things in your head. Do what you love and what you're good at. And I know it's dead simple and it's not going to, you know, it's not rocket, it's not rocket science. It's not going to make me sound like the biggest, most intellectual in the world. But actually, if you love it and you're good at it, you do it well and yes. you'll be committed to it. Yeah, I've got, I've got, slight, so I've got, I've got two younguns as well, and we sing a song every morning. It's a song that we've, we've made ourselves, and we've got a, like, um, uh, we've got it written on, on the wall as well. It's just, uh, um, I'm happy, I'm myself, and I always do my best. And I think those two things that you've got are very similar to, to those, th those, those three things there, because it's all about, and all I want for my kids is for them to just be happy doing what they're doing, but just give it their all, give it the best. Um, mm. And I don't think that they, they'd ever understand what, or they don't understand yet what being themselves are because they're still learning yeah. about themselves. But I want them just to internalize that and just to stay true to themselves throughout. So I completely resonate with with those two lessons there. Um, your your desire to always be do a hundred percent and focus on the things that you that that you believe in, and um, has that always been the case throughout your life, or is it is it as you've you've kind of fell in love with certain things that, that it's just naturally happened. What's what's your journey there, Ali? Well, when I fall in, in love with something, I go into a state of flow. I really, you know, if I get something, I mean, everybody does that, but it's finding your flow, isn't it? It's finding yeah. those things that you love and that you're good at, that you're going to flow. So I, when I look back historically over everything I've done, um, over a significant amount of time, I do have to say, being a child of the 70s, <laughs> 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 a child of the 80s, I've... Um, I've had a, I have a, a narrow kind of focus in the things that I like. I've absolutely loved sports and I've gone 100% at sports and worked really hard and thrown myself in, into it. And then I've, you know, I've gone into hospitality and I've absolutely loved the custom service element of it. I've loved hospitality. I've embraced it and I've gone 100%. I've done, done really well at it. And so everything that I've focused on, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've really done well at it, but, um, you know, obviously I've, say I've done I've done well I've made my mistakes along the line and the yeah. interesting thing as I've got older is those mistakes that I kick myself for used to kick myself for and really hate myself for and think why on earth but now um it really is if I hadn't made those I wouldn't be the mentor that I am I'm a, I'm a coach as well I wouldn't be able to be empathetic I wouldn't be able to support people I've um I've, it, it, you know, if I'd have had a vanilla life and my life was, was not vanilla, um, I would have, I wouldn't be the person I am today who's quite resilient. So, you know, running your own businesses, you probably know yourself. It's tough, you know, it's tough and brilliant in equal measures. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. When you talk about resilience and in fact, I two questions. First question, um, do you need the focus first or the love first? Which, which came first for you? Because um, did you love it and then focus on it? Or did you focus on it and then love it? Love it, always. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I mean, focus is, is difficult. Focus is a tough one. But you, you can do it if you yeah. love something, can't you? 
Yeah, no, you can. And there's a lot of people they'll be listening to, to us talking um, now that might not be loving what they're doing. And the, the whole the whole reason why I wanted to do the, the Confident Female Leaders um, mini-series within the podcast is because I think we said, I said just before I hit record that 70% of attendees on my courses are female. And, and a lot of them... And a lot of people, well, the population of people that come on the course don't necessarily love everything that they're doing. Um, what would you say to those people that aren't loving what, or they're in a position where they're not loving what they're doing now? I think it's um, it's really important to to identify what you do love, and it might be that you have a coaching conversation. It might be that you chat to a friend. It depends on on what your circumstances are, but. It's about identifying what does get you up in the morning. What do you really enjoy and how can you do that? And it might be that you just need a conversation with you, with you in the role that you're doing at the moment where you can go on and do more of this. Um, but it, may, it might be that actually you need to, 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 do, to do something else. But we, we're at work for so many hours of a day that, you know, obviously there's a, there's a percentage of stuff you have to do that you don't do I mean I have to do my admin and all that kind of stuff I'm terrible at it but I just push through um but and I and then I look forward to the, the stuff that I love doing yeah but actually it's you can't be doing stuff that does not set your soul on fire um all of the time and it may be that actually and you, should, but you shouldn't conversely you shouldn't beat yourself up about not doing stuff you love at the moment because as long as you've got a bit of a plan and maybe now you need to earn the money because you've got to, you've got to, you've got to go to work at the moment because of X, Y, and Z, but actually you're making plans to do the stuff that you love. I mean, that's fine. Have your own timeline, but, but have a timeline and have yeah. a focus because when you've got something to look forward to, something to grow towards, then you're, um, it's going to make this, the current situation easier for you. Yeah, completely, completely. I resonate with so much what, what you're saying now. So if you, if my business partner was in the office today, he'd be going that I'm quite similar to you, Alex. So the expenses and the admin and stuff, I I leave it to one leave it to one side and and like the the podcasts and the the videos and stuff. I, I love all of the create the creative stuff. Um, yeah. and, and I wasn't going to talk about this on the podcast, but what you've just said there really, really um struck struck a chord because. Um, I lost my best mate two and a half years ago and I had, I'm so grateful of having the opportunity in the lead up to his passing. So I asked him a question and I, I said, what are the three lessons that when you reflect on your life that are most important to you? So, because we knew he, we knew his time was, was going to come. And, um, and he said, oh, over a period of weeks, we spoke about them and I'll, I'll, not, I'll not bore you with all of the conversations and the details now, but we spoke about them. And, and these are the things that really are the, the, the foundation for, for us setting up our business. Well, the, the, for me, joining partnership with Jason and, and having the balls to actually go out and, and set up a business and starting the podcast and stuff, because um, I spent the last night with him and watched his chest raise for the final time. And after that, I was reflecting on the conversation that I'd had. Uh, and the three lessons that, that he left me with were the first one was always be yourself. The second one was make good friends. So when, when you're saying about do things that you're happy and do things that you love, that's about staying true to yourself. You said about if you don't know what you love, then talk to people, which really is about the, the strength of connection and making good friends. And that, that's why that's so important. And then the third one, you, you, you mentioned having a timeline. And the third one for, for him is, is that time's limited. So act now. And it was with those three lessons that he's, he's passed them on. I'm tattooed with him. I've got ring on I talk about them at every available opportunity uh, I've applied for a TEDx talk where I'm going to talk about them on that fingers crossed and, and all of this stuff but that those three things came through really strongly when you were saying about what people need to do um 
So, so yeah, no, so, so thank you so much for sharing those. I, I completely resonate, I completely believe every, everything that, that, that you said there. So, so important, so important. I'll pause for a breath there, actually, because this is about you and not me. Um, oh, that's lovely. So, yeah, it's lovely. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's wise words. It's interesting, isn't it? That, that I think, yeah, really, really wise words. Um, the authenticity thing is really important as well. Um, yes. Like you, like you said, and, and and there's a lot of banding authenticity around at the moment. You know, authentic leadership, authentic this, authentic that, and it's like, what is authenticity really? It's about knowing who you are and how you best like to interact with people, and and being that person, and yes. and not being afraid to be that person. I think we, I don't know, particularly for my age group, we were. I was brought up in the 80s. You know, the, the role models, social role models around in the 80s weren't, weren't the best, were they? We've got Maggie Thatcher. Um, you know, it was very much uh, the shoulder pads, the power dressing, the money, money, money. It's ca capitalism at its worst. Yeah. Um, and it, and they rub, those things rub off on you. And you think that that's the way, um, it's very white middle-class male dominated, actually, and what has been for a very long time. And, you know, it... it it, those things rub off on you and you almost go into the corporate world thinking that you are not enough because you're not in a suit and you're not uh you're not being in that authoritative top-down type heavily critical author authoritarian leader and it takes a while it's you know it's definitely not through my 20s took to resume the 30s to realize that was enough and actually by being yourself you do by not being yourself you do the workplace a disservice you do you peer group a disservice because you're not bringing that cognitive diversity you're not bringing that color and vibrancy and personality to to the workplace so it, it, it's almost with your mindset flipping it and going if i don't be myself then i'm actually doing a disservice to those around me so i'm, I'm you know bring you bring yourself to work and it's also really exhausting being the person that you're not <laughs> it's yes. like i did it for many years in in various roles and it's like being that person in a room where I didn't speak because there was a very dominant leader, it's exhausting having to not speak when, you, when you've got loads of ideas. You yeah. Completely, so, yeah. completely, completely. So when, when Chris shared that first, that first lesson, the reason, and, and I've spent the last two and a half years trying to understand what these three things mean to me, um, mm. but when, when he said it and he gave the example and we spoke about it, it was he said, always be yourself because when him and his ex-partner were splitting up, he tried to be somebody that he thought she wanted him to be and, and so forth. And exactly like you said, it is tiring. It didn't make her happy. It didn't make him happy. They still ended up splitting up. So it, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, it is just about you being you, being you isn't it? And, and just being that best version um, of, of yourself and, and knowing what you love and focusing on those things. Um, I could talk to you all day, Ali, and unfortunately, um, you're, you're, you're a busy girl. Um, but a couple, of, a couple more questions, if that's all right. First question, first question being, um, what are you having for your tea? Oh, no idea. This is a perfect example of how I operate. No idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that's good. That's that's perfectly fine because I mean it, it's still the morning time. So some people yeah. as well, when I ask this question, they'll go, "Well, we 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 um we had we batch cooked about seventy five different meals, and we're now Thursday, and then we've had all of these." So some people do that. Some people go, "Oh, I'm I've uh, three weeks ago I turned vegan, so it'll be something with plants." Um, but yeah, so but but I think your answer perfectly sums up who who you are as a person, and you're just you're just living yeah. in the moment, aren't you? And just but I, tell, but I tell you what, that batch cooking, 
if a good rewind, rewind 10 years ago, and you'd have said, people say, but I'd be like, I should be batch cooking. I should be batch cooking. That's the right way to be doing it. And I beat myself up that I wasn't batch cooking. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't batch cook because that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I'll just probably grab something out the fridge at some point later. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Honestly, thank you so much for your time today. And if people wanted to know more about you, more about Simply Brilliance, where would they go? What would they do? What would they find? So simplybrilliance.com is the platform. Um, head over to there, sign up, and we send you uh, really cool postcards every couple of weeks about the live master, free live masterclasses we've got going on, uh, lots of uh, info on the providers, free, lots of free stuff. Um, so head over to there. It's We promise we won't spam you and send you loads of rubbish. And then... Um, you can go on the LinkedIn profile as well and follow us on LinkedIn and you'll see all of our crazy, crazy gifts and uh, announcements and fun stuff that we've got going on. And if you do want to contact me direct, then you can go to our homepage and put time in this, my diaries to Simply Ask or you can just email me at ali at simplybrilliance.com. Amazing. Thank you so much. And, and thank you so much for sharing your story and your lessons today with me. It's been, an, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the last 40 minutes with you. So thank you so much for that. And, uh, and good luck with everything that you've got going on, Ali. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.